You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. It's NHL All-Star Week. Peter Kucherov's in, Vassie's in, and I think we all agree on the biggest snub on the count of three. <laughs> Two, three, pointer. Mikhail Sergeyev, no. Well, I was like, I think Sergey should be an all star, but you were right. It's point deserves to be an all star this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I made a face when you said Sergeyev, but the confusion that actually struck me. Um, but yes, honestly, I was look. I was so proud of how Sergey stepped up when Hedman got his injury on the West Coast tour, and then came back and was playing on that top line. And he, I mean, not only was he killing it, but he he plays so well, and he's so hard on himself. The post game pressers, or even after practice, he's a great brain to pick. Um, but yeah, Braden Point. He, I mean, he's had almost an equal amount of highlight reels as Tage Thompson and some of these other top scorers in the league right now. And yet the conversation just died so quickly whenever Lightning fans and, and even hockey fans in general were like, well, what's up with Braden Point? I, do, I still don't know how he didn't get in. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it comes down to they needed another goalie to, to represent our division or else they would have only had that. one. But then yeah. when they brought in, um, which is, what's his name? Alexander Barkov. That's replace, true. Yeah. For the yeah, like, Ross and Matthews. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't like it one bit and you know, it might've been something where they reached out and said, saw asked who was available. Cause you know, a lot of these guys go on vacation. A lot of the bolts yeah. are already in the Bahamas. If you follow them, uh, <laughs> so they're, they're taking their Brandon break. Hagel flying a plane is terrifying. Yeah. I don't know why, but it <laughs> is terrifying. Yeah. No, the question we had last night was, you know, how, how did he charter that plane? Because, you know, he's the only guy on that plane without a nice, uh, researching his salary again. Like, yeah. all right. He must've Does like he carried everyone's bags on the plane or something <laughs> to, to his ride. But yeah. so no, I I mean I was Nick really Paul's hoping on Twitter money. that we'd get some people voting for Pointer, and I think it comes down to with that last vote, it's just silly anyway because you've got everyone voting. You got people in Canada probably voting every day, and Vassy's the biggest name um, that that's going to be out there. So, and I do think that you know the whole goalie situation had something to do with it. Uh, and Pointer's never made an All Star game that I remember, so I'm, I'm pushing hard for him to make it next year. And, and to go back to your comment with you know his his highlight reel goals, like he's he's pouring them on this season. We've seen him in the past, but not as much this season. And you know it always used to drive me crazy, and he still does this. He would gain speed, got one defender to beat, and then curls back around. Yes. <laughs> then you know, Braden Point. <laughs> 
can blow can past him. that defender like he's done a couple times this season with those highlight real goals. So I think he's gaining confidence in himself to be able to make that plays. And I also have this theory that him and, and Cooch and, and some of the other superstars on our team and also in, in the league, I feel like they make that curve around to preserve their bodies because when you drive hard oh. at the net, you're going down. And we've seen Pointer, we've seen Cooch, get those injuries so i think you know he's he's feeling confidence in himself and also physically as well and i right. hope he keeps doing it like he can't can't always you know back down because you're worried about getting getting Your another body. injury but i also don't want him to get injured either so it's a, yeah it's yeah and the, the thing for point really isn't even driving the net it's driving the play deep in the zone it's a matter of where he stops if he stops at the top of the face-off circle their offense isn't nearly as productive as when he gets down to the to the dot or lower. And when he pushes that defense, it's like that goal against Boston. You know, he tried to make the pass to Stamkos, but he had already yeah. come in so hard, not necessarily towards the net, but into that that slot area. The defensive player backs into the goalie. Hedman's there for the loose change, and he gets basically the yawning cage. Because, mm -hmm. you know, Omar gets run into, but that's all brain point speed pushing the play up the ice. Yeah. The thing about it is you really look at him on a team of superstars because really with the way Hagel was playing this year, you know, you take your pick. But Kucherov, insane 72 points. Uh, point is third with 54 points, but he's at almost 20% shooting percentage. Like... Nine, that's insane 146 shots on goal and he's at a 20 percent shooting percentage you know cooch, cooch is 11 percent and stamos is samkos is 14 and a half so i mean that's that's you know to me that's what you look at in this guy two oh and also one penalty this year and it was just the, the other game just like three or four games ago he got his first penalty of the season so yeah. not only that he's responsible and keeps himself out of the penalty box like mm -hmm. That's he's so those disciplined. Are things that, yeah. I mean, yeah. those are the and things you I think you a lot of at. that discipline has played into maybe those moments of him not wanting to press, the, press so hard or being a little reserved for his body. I mean, he's had to overcome a decent amount of injuries that have kept him out of, of seasons, unfortunately. So the biggest thing for, for Braden Point is not only is this probably one of the healthiest seasons that he's having, he probably is feeling himself physically being in tip-top shape, but you said the key word there, it's confidence. His confidence levels change because we're talking about a guy that would score a goal, skate to the boards, let his, let his teammates come celebrate him and then take off. We've seen a lot more emotion out of him once he scores these goals. We're seeing a lot more response. I mean, him even engaging the crowd after he scores. It's like he feels the different gear that's been hit with, with his playing. And I think it's just going to translate that much more. I still think he's not talked about enough. We both made uh, killer cases on that point, but they need to talk about him a lot more. NHL All-Star Week is not the determining factor of players being yeah. as amazing as they are. Because as you said, with voting and stuff, it can, it can change the game. But I was so looking forward to thinking that he was going to be an NHL All-Star Weekend. And I thought he was going to get voted in and then it didn't happen. So I've still been licking my wounds a bit much on, on that one. Um, but kind of off the bolts for a second, Speaking of another skilled player, a big trade took place with Bo Horvat heading to the Islanders. And as we know, the Islanders have been a, a pretty tough matchup for the Bolts when it comes to Eastern Conference and stuff. And, um, you know, their goaltending situation has stepped up. They've had a lot of line issues. They haven't been able to find much consistency. Their scorers aren't scoring. 
Um, but Horvat's coming in with 31 goals, 21 assists, 54 points, sitting at a plus three. Could he be that that complete change that can make the Islanders scary again this season and coming in at the right time? I always thought that the Islanders were one like offensive superstar away from from being, you know, that good. Stanley Cup yes. final, you know, Stanley Cup winning team. And they got him. They got him this week. So scary. I mean, I, I haven't followed the Islanders enough this season. I know they they were really down and out last season. I think they're kind of right there in the mix this season. And that division's gonna be wide open for the taking. So they they put themselves in a spot to win the division by making that trade. And, you know, I don't think they gave up really much for it. They gave up um, a, a current player, a prospect, and a, and a first-round pick. And they got a really good player in return and a player that I think is going to fit their team really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the wild card right now and the way it sits in the Eastern uh, Division, pretty much that's what's up for grabs. The Lightning... The Rangers were about, you know, oh, four to ten points or six to ten points ahead right now, a little bit more than halfway through the season. But that wild card, 58, 57, 56, 55 points, and that's the Islanders sitting at 55 points, Washington with 58. Pittsburgh, they haven't shown me anything that they can play consistent enough hockey right now to hold off they have no defense. any team, and their defense isn't great. Uh, Washington is right now basically riding the Ovechkin train. Again, their goaltending is uh, average. They can't stay healthy. They've been bit by a lot of injuries this season. And Buffalo, uh, we know Buffalo. It's been pretty much the same old song and dance with them the last few seasons. Start out super hot. They had a, like a historic start to the season along with Buffalo or Boston, and then uh, they haven't played consistent hockey since. So absolutely, I, I think this right here it makes – the Islanders probably that number one playoff a wild card team, and then maybe even catching uh, the Rangers uh, for the you know third there in the Metro. But mm-hmm. um, I, you know Jersey uh, and Carolina, I think they're a little far out there, but they could easily grab that third spot and be playing a wild card team, um, you know, in in the you know first or second round. So, and that's a team I don't really want to play in the playoffs. You know, I really don't. <laughs> we've, we've seen them in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals two years in a row. Uh, we saw them, you know, and we know what that's like. So, to me, you know, I'd rather see a Boston in there or, you know, I'd rather see a Washington or Pittsburgh in those wild card spots than I would see an Islanders team. But especially if we can catch Toronto, uh, that kind of changes the way things line up. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, that's a huge trade already, and we still have a little bit ways to go before the trade deadline to see what else is going to happen. So, but yeah, Absolutely. huge move, huge move. And I and I applaud the Islanders for making it happen now and not waiting until the deadline, looking and mm-hmm. seeing. Hey, we're still within striking distance. Let's not wait another two weeks. If we do this now, you know, we we might still be able to make a real real push. So, mm-hmm. good on them for making this move right now when they did. And go and yeah, get that because- guy who is basically the biggest guy on the on the market, right? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
price, price line. Oh yeah, big time because he's going to get that extra time with these with these teammates coming off of NHL All-Star weekend, getting those extra weeks with them, which is going to be tremendous because they're going to see where the spark really lies. And I feel like he's going to help revive some of the guys on their team that haven't been as dominant in the score column. So that's the other score, the other scary part when it comes to Bo Horvat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest thing that concerns me with this move and with him going to the Islanders is that it has been talked about uh, I think it's 32 thoughts is a podcast. I like to listen to a lot for hockey stuff, but Horvat was pretty pissed that a contract negotiation wasn't made with the Canucks during the summer. And then it bled into the season. He does not like contract conversations during the season. It's his own personal preference. So consider this, you're talking about a guy who was possibly a bit distracted and who usually sits a little higher in the assist column, as well as adding to that goal tally. So now that the distraction is off his back and he's going to get a few more weeks before the deadline to be with the Islanders and feel things out, that can be a scary, scary situation. And I agree with you both. I do not want to see these guys in playoffs. I don't want to see them in any kind of conference finals. Just bring them in my last question. The guys returned from NHL All-Star Week. Everyone's feeling good, went on vacation, did all the things. Do they come back and top the maple leaves in the standings? Do they get to that number two spot? That's the that's the million dollar question. With how good <laughs> the Lightning have been playing at home, they want that they want that home ice for the playoffs. So you know they've they've got some things in their favor. Uh, we mentioned earlier uh, you've got the big star out for I think three four weeks with Austin Matthews on the bench so it really gives them a chance to to possibly move up and, and catch them in the standings and i wouldn't be surprised if they do i know toronto's still got mitch marner who's been the big star up there really this season but mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe without the the goal score and matthews they slip a little bit and you know the the wild card i think with toronto's also going to be goaltending if you look at this team head to head first the bolts like that's the big difference mm-hmm. um which you know that we got the trade line looming, so maybe they make a move. I think they're pretty strapped for for cash as well, with you know what the, the options are for the Maple Leafs. But you know, I, I think the Bolts really want to catch them. I think you know their season at home or the, this season at home, they've been so good. We talked about the the streak. They want to get that home ice advantage. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're right on their heels in about a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're five points back right now of Toronto in the standings, three games in hand, so that's always a good thing. And if you look at the schedule for Lightning, come back after the All-Star break that Monday, it's in Florida, but that's basically a home game. I know some guys are vacationing down there anyways and down in the island. They love so Miami. Yeah, they love it down <laughs> there, so they'll they'll you know they'll be feeling good there. Then it's a back-to-back, but it's back here against San Jose, which – We've got a really good history against them. And then Avalanche are coming to town, and they've been playing better, but they've still been battling with some injuries. And with the way the Lightning have been playing at home, uh, I see that as a favorable matchup for Lightning. Then it's that road trip, uh, four games out west with Dallas, Colorado, Arizona, and Vegas. And that's going to be really the opportunity. If the Lightning can go on the road and really – win those games that they need mm-hmm. to win. I think that's their opportunity to get some games uh, and some points on Toronto. And yeah, we could easily be looking, you know, halfway through the next month that the lightning could be right there with Toronto and coming into March jockeying for that second spot. Fingers crossed. All right. Both of you, who's the player to watch in the second half in the season? 
your your personal player to watch. All eyes on him. He's going to take off. It's the turning point. I mean, just based off the last two weeks, Ross Colton. Okay. He's, he's taking it to a different level. I know he's still going to be bottom six, but, you know, Cooper, Cooper might stick him up there. I'd love to see, like, uh, you know, Ross – let, let's put him up there with with point and cooch look at give him a couple ships and see what happens i would but i also yeah, want to see them do that with nemestikov too to see if he'll yeah. score a couple of goals so it's nice to have options but uh i'll go ross colton the way he's been playing he's he's really stepped up all right documenting this by the way <laughs> yeah um <laughs> for me i think it's a guy that hasn't necessarily been under the radar but i think he's just going to continue to get better and that's brandon hagel um he's you know fourth in the team right now with points but he's kind of a little bit below cooch damn coast and point well everyone's below cooch right now but uh you know he's he's still kind of right below but he's he's shooting at almost 19 percent right now and what now that he's kind of gelled with killer and sorelli on that second line it looks like uh they're actually scoring now instead of last year where they were kind of that shutdown line in the playoffs and Hagel's the one leading the way. He's still doing amazing things, uh, no matter who he's playing with. It's that top line or on that second line. And I think that's going to be the guy that's the real difference maker, especially in the top six. Yeah. Can I throw one more out there? Yes. There's a guy <laughs> named Victor Hedman. Yeah. The first, oh. first he's pretty good. Half of the season. <laughs> I mean, I guess not first half of the season, first first couple months of the season, kind of played, you know, plus minus even wasn't scoring as many points as he used to the last couple weeks had been has has emerged and if we <laughs> can get him back to con Smythe heady watch out mm-hmm. watch yep. out i mean yeah game over because that does so make took- some of those defensive questions a lot less yes big time big time but i i think for i think for hedman too i think he was still a little banged up from when he got hurt on their West Coast tour earlier in the season, then obviously with his wife just, you know, popping out their second kid and stuff. That's also an extra thing that's on your brain. He had to leave that road trip early. They were still waiting for her to give birth. And now, you know, Hedman's Hedman's skating again, like nothing's holding him back. So that's going to be something to watch. He was one of my top two to watch, but my top one's going to be, um, I think Nick Paul is making a lot of noise in the beginning of the season. I think he's going to ramp it back up and, and, and bring that playoff poly energy all the way back in and I just I'm thinking that third line is going to just continue to build if, if if Cooper keeps it but I like what I'm seeing out of Colton Paul and Maroon right now and I think they can even switch some things around and get crafty there um and they wanted to pull Paul back into center I love Nick Paul at center versus complicated teams I think he's really smart and very overly communicative like they need at that center position versus mm-hmm. certain teams so Playoff Polly is going to be my prediction. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on the show and chatting with me. Um, anytime I get a chance to talk hockey, but let alone talk bolts, it's a great night for me as well. And I always love being a part of you guys' show. We can bring you back whenever. Um, but if you guys go check out Be The Thunder podcast, it's awesome. Not only is it exciting and it's so much fun to talk, like the guys said, you can talk for hours on Be The Thunder and they cover all the bases and all the best conversations you can have within <laughs> hockey. Um so is it at be the thunder podcast what's the handle yeah. on twitter where can they find you guys at we the thunder pod 
We the and during me. most games, it's me live tweeting. The guys like to, you know, point that out that it's me as if I'm like going to say something like horrible <laughs> and we're going to get canceled. It's when they don't <laughs> agree with something. It's like it wasn't my fingers. Let's let's not talk about how long his Twitter uh, account was suspended for. That was different. <laughs> that See, was different. There we go. That was different. Reinstated. Thank you, Elon. Finally. Finally. <laughs> but you. yeah, we, we like to do poll. It's called We the Thunder because, you know, we're just fans like like the rest of the Thunder. So, I mean, we do polls, have fun, tweet tweet during games. And yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun to be a Bolts fan right now. So we're just taking full advantage of it. Yes. And you're finally back on Twitter, I saw. So um congratulations to making it back onto the to the chaos we call twitter and that lifestyle but definitely go follow we the thunder sorry guys my brain cells between caffeine and still not being packed to leave tomorrow and everything else is just like erratic right now but we're surviving and we're just excited i I, it's my first nhl all-star week to cover so i'm i'm awesome regardless of the um, minimized enthusiastic voice. But guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Pucks and Bolts. Be sure to follow at Pucks and Bolts on Twitter. Download that Odyssey app, search Pucks and Bolts, hit the auto download button so you can stay up to date on all brand new episodes, including great ones like this when we have We the Thunder guys on. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Pucks and Bolts, and we'll catch you next time with all of the all-star break information. Don't miss a beat.